The following is transcribed. Welcome to Bat Soup, the never-nutritious, definitely delicious podcast dedicated to the old-time radio adventures of Superman and the dynamic duo. Buckle your utility belts for lots of hand-wringing, plenty of interrogation, and broken speech patterns. Good lore! Before we get to today's adventure, let's pause for this important message. Gang, the word is getting out about the new swell prizes that are coming soon to specially marked packages of Bat Soup. And we're really glad you're all getting excited, but you've got to be patient. We know you're all just chomping at the bit to find out what the first one will be, and we'll tell you soon, but do us a favor and take it easy on the grocery store people. Well, they have feelings too, and besides, we haven't told them anything either, so to all you kids out there trying out some of the neat interrogation techniques you've heard Superman and Batman use, uh, lighten up. They can't tell you what they don't know, and believe me, gang, they don't know anything yet. Heck, they haven't even told me. So you can stop with the threatening letters to my house, too. Meanwhile, you can keep on enjoying that never-nutritious, definitely delicious bat soup. Tell your friends that we'll unveil the first swell prize soon, so keep listening. Local statutes apply. And now, Bat Soup presents today's adventure. Part 13 of Looking for Kryptonite has originally broadcast on December 20th, 1945. Kellogg's Pep! The super delicious cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. And today, the trail of the Scarlet Widow is apparently lost with the disappearance of Mr. Jones. In a moment, we'll learn what the Man of Steel plans to do next. But right now, let's join Dan McCullough and his young pal, Eddie, who seems to be all wrapped up in a problem of some sort. A-U-T-H. Hmm. O-T-H. Say, Dan, how do you spell authentic? Hey, what are you doing with a big word like that? I'm writing a theme for English class tomorrow. What about? Well, we can take any subject we want, so I'm writing about my collection of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pep. Well, swell, but... You're uh, going to tell me how to spell authentic? Well, I'll tell you where you can find it in the dictionary if you'll read me your theme. Oh, okay. Well, it starts with A-U. Now, you can look it up after you've read what you've written. Well, it isn't done yet, but here's what I've got so far. Among the funny paper characters appearing on these swell comic buttons are Skeezix, Orphan Annie, and Superman. There are 18 buttons in all, and each picture is, I want to say, an authentic reproduction well, um, of... Uh, how about authentic reproduction of the real comic strip picture? How's that? Swell. Hey, that's swell, Dan. And let me get it down. And huh? say it. While you're about it, Eddie, uh, you can tell how much fun it is to collect those exciting comic buttons and to wear them pinned on your jacket or dress or cap and to trade duplicates with your pals. And better mention uh, how bright the colors are, too, how slick these buttons look. And don't forget to include how easy it is to get them. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. But every time Mom opens a new package of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep, there's your exclusive prize. One of these dazzling comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. Remember the name. It's P-E-P. Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now the adventures of Superman. (laughs) 
when Superman saved Batman and Robin from death at the hands of the Crescent and Star Gang and captured 11 of the criminals in their hideout, he thought he would learn the whereabouts of the Scarlet Widow and two stolen pieces of kryptonite, the strange, deadly element which robs him of his strength. But Superman was doomed to disappointment because the mysterious leader who calls himself Mr. Jones had escaped with all of the gang's files. As we continue, it is a short time later. Batman and Robin are searching for Mr. Jones, while Superman, who had summoned Inspector Henderson to the scene and then disappeared, has reappeared at Metropolis Police Headquarters in his guise of Clark Kent. Deeply worried, he is in Henderson's office where the inspector is trying to reassure him. Listen. Oh, stop worrying, Kent. Everything's under control. Are you kidding, Inspector? Not at all. Thanks to Superman, Batman, and Robin, and you too, we've broken up one of the most vicious gangs of international spies and crooks in the history of crime. But the biggest prize of all escaped us. If you mean the head man. That's exactly whom I mean. The man they call Mr. Jones. He got away with the gang's files which show the whereabouts of the Scarlet Widow. And only the widow knows where the two pieces of kryptonite are. We'll get Jones and his files, too. You hope. We will. We got a good description of him. Well, you've had a good description of the Scarlet Widow for months, but you haven't been able to find her. Okay, okay, don't rub it in. I'm not trying to, but we're in a terrible spot, Inspector. One day or even one hour may mean the difference between life and death to all of us. What do you mean? I mean the kryptonite. Hmm. Whoever has it knows now what amazing power it has. He knows that it not only robs Superman of his strength, but that it gave the Atom Man his deadly atomic power. Why, at this moment, someone may be creating another human monster or something even more horrible. I know, but what else can we do? I've put out a nine-state alarm for Jones, and the police all over the world are hunting for the Scarlet Widow. I suggest we have another talk with Smith. With whom? The bird who calls himself Smith. You know, the number two man of the Crescent and Star Mob. Mm-hmm. I have an idea he knows more than he told us. Well, you won't get anything out of him. He's a tough nut. Oh, we'll see. Come on, Inspector, take me to him. I've got a little hunch that might just work out. Okay, Kent. I'll never argue with your hunches again. <laughs> Not after this morning when you called the turn on the phonograph and the golden lily. This way, through the fire room. Right in here, Inspector. Okay, Hogan. Hello, Hogan. Here's yourself, Kent. We, uh, we want to have a little talk with you, Smith. I'm not talking. Not even about your dear friend, Mr. Jones? Ah, uh, that dirty... No, I'm not talking about him either. Well, it was nice of him to turn on the shortwave receiver so the beam could be traced to your hideout, wasn't it? I'll pay him back for that when I get my hands on his skinny Forget neck. Forget it, Carl. When you leave here, it'll be to make a one-way trip to the death house. Oh, you haven't got me there yet. We've got enough on you to send you to the chair a dozen times. Best lawyer in the business couldn't save you. Even if you had the money to hire him. Which you haven't. Oh, Mr. Jones didn't pass up a nickel of the fortune you had in that vault. Ah, the double-crossing rat! If I could only get my hands on him. (laughs) He's afraid of fresh air. I'd let plenty of fresh air into him. Well, fortunately for Mr. Jones, you can't do anything of the kind. But if you'll help us find him, you'll have the satisfaction of knowing he'll pay for his crimes, too. What do you say, Smith? Now, here's your chance to square things with your double-crossing pal. Just a moment. Look, Smith, when you learned that Mr. Jones had run out and left you holding the bag, you said you should have suspected it because he had been acting suspiciously. Yes, the dirty... What did he do? He laughed. What? He laughed. Only twice before in all the years I've known him did I ever hear him laugh. And each time it was just before completing a big deal. That helps us a lot, too. Come on. No, wait, Inspector. What were you talking about at the time, Smith? Uh, I mean, when Jones laughed. Yeah, it was... uh, Let me see... 
Oh, yes. He asked me if we had a fire on the Scarlet Widow in the vault, and I said naturally we did. It was then that he laughed. Ah, so that's it. Jones must have thought of the kryptonite. Just a minute, Ken. When Sidney contacted you that time, did you tell him where the Scarlet Widow was? Yes, until his death, Sidney was our leader. Oh, he was, huh? What did you tell Sidney? Where the widow was. Where is she? I don't remember. You've got to remember. Try, man, try. Uh, how can I? We had thousands of files showing the locations of all people who might be valuable to us. I think you do remember, Smith. I don't. How could I remember one file in all those thousands? Perhaps because you consulted it recently, and because your curiosity was aroused when Sidney, your leader, wanted the information. No, I I don't remember. Now, you see, I'm trying to cooperate with you, Inspector. Release me, and I'll do my best to lead you to Mr. Jones. Are you kidding? Look, mister, get this through your head. When you leave this cell, it'll only be to go upstairs to court. And your next stop will be the death house. And that's as true as the Lord made little green apples. Mr. Jones will enjoy reading about your execution. I can see him now, sitting in some stuffy room, spraying his throat and laughing at you. No, no, can't be like that. Won't have it. Then tell us where the Scarlet Widow is, and we'll have your pal Jones in this next cell before you can say Jack Roberts. Oh, that I'd like. Seeing him here, huddled in his shore, close to me. Then tell us where the widow is. Now, I can't promise, of course, but it might go easier with you in court if you do. You think it will? You think the judge will spare my life? Mm, there's a chance. Oh, if I can only live to see him die. All right. I'll tell you. Good. Where's the widow? She's hiding out in a book and gift shop on Winston Road. It's owned by one of her gang, a woman named Gertrude Meadow. Ah, now we're getting someplace. Let us out of here, Hogan. Okay, Spencer. Come on, Ken. Right with you. Your hunch was right again, Ken. Now, keep your fingers crossed. I hope we're in time to grab the widow and Mr. Jones. Hurriedly, Inspector Henderson and Clark Kent leave the cell block at police headquarters following their first really important lead. What will they uncover at the book and gift shop? We'll return in a moment to find out. But first, here again is your announcer. You know, uh, Eddie's still working on that theme about his collection of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pet. And I'll bet if he wanted to tell everything about how swell they are, why he could write a book. Because these comic buttons really are honeys. They're done up in full comic strip colors on white enamel buttons that you'll have for a long time. And every single funny paper character looks just as real as he does in the comic strips. Besides that, there's the excitement of getting a new button every time Mom opens a package of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal. And even more fun when you have duplicate buttons to swap with your pals. Better ask Mom to get you some more pep tomorrow, because that's the only way you can get these comic buttons. You don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. But inside every package of pep... There's an exclusive prize. One of these brilliant comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. It's your prize from P.E.P. Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now back to the adventures of Superman. Directed to the Scarlet Widow's hideout by Mr. Smith, Inspector Henderson, Clark Kent, and a squad of police officers sped to a small book and gift shop on Winston Road in a fashionable residential section of Metropolis. Finding the front door locked and bolted, Henderson led the way to the rear door in an alley. Stationing his men on either side of the door, he demanded admission. All right in there, open up. We've got the place surrounded. You're wasting time, Inspector. Keep back, Kent. 
Open the door and walk out with your hands up or we'll blast you out. I tell you, you're wasting precious time. There's nothing dangerous in there. Stop telling me how to run my job. But we've got to get in there in a hurry. Mind your own business, Kent. Oh. This is your last chance. Are you coming out or do we come in and get you? Please, Inspector. Shut up. Okay, boys. Break the door down. Come on, hold it. Yeah, that does it. In we go, boys. If they want trouble, let them have it. Careful now. Hey, what's this? Who's this guy on the floor? His name is Sniggers, and he's been shot. Oh, I can see that. Very good. Kent, wasn't he the Scarlet Widow's man Friday? Yes, he used... Uh Uh-oh, come here, Inspector. What? Holy cats. Who's that stretched out behind the packing case? The Scarlet Widow, in person. What? Get out of the way. Take it easy, Inspector. She was shot, too, but she's still alive. Get him. Get the rat. Get home. Who shot you, Widow? Jones. Jones, huh? I thought so. Listen, Widow. Where is the kryptonite? Uh, I'm done for. You've got to get him. Where is he? He... Double-crossed me. You've got to get him. Kill him. Do you hear me? Sure. But where is he? If you... If you don't, he'll get Superman. Superman? Yes. He knows where Kryptonite is. Where is it? He... He... He's going to get it. Then... Finish. Superman. Tell us where the kryptonite is, Widow. Tell us. Oh, it's no use, Inspector. She passed out. Yeah. And from the looks of her, I'm afraid we got here just... just a minute too late. Silently, Clark Kent and Inspector Henderson looked down at the gaunt, ugly woman in the blood-stained scarlet dress, who lies pale and motionless at their feet. Were they too late... Is the famous Scarlet Widow dead? And what is this new threat against Superman now being engineered by the sinister and mysterious Mr. Jones? Fellows and girls, don't miss tomorrow's exciting episode when we learn more about Mr. Jones and see the Man of Steel take up a desperate chase on which his very life depends. Tune in, same time, same station, and follow the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday. Same time, same station. By the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature. Appearing in Superman DC publications. Give a hip hip hooray, gang. It's back. For you and me, now there's Kellogg's famous variety. That's the swell variety carton with ten separate generous packages of Kellogg's cereals, including Kellogg's Pep, Rice Krispies, Shredded Wheat, Corn Flakes, Crumbles, and Bran Flakes. Each box in Kellogg's variety holds a fresh, crisp, heaping portion. Just help yourself to your favorite kind. Makes breakfast a picnic of fun. So ask Mom to get Kellogg's variety right away. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.
that was part 13 of Looking for Kryptonite from the Adventures of Superman. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a like and subscribe to Batsoup so you'll be in the know when we drop new episodes. That's going to wrap things up for this episode of Batsoup, but be sure to tune in next time when you'll hear Mr. Thayer say... It isn't the policy of Thayer and Son to discuss their customers' affairs.